Hi, I'm Joey Silver. I'm an architect at Stephen George and Partners, and I'm here with some of my colleagues to discuss choosing the right Part 3 course. Uh, I'm Jay Sayer, and I'm an architect. Uh, I'm Samira Khalid, and I'm an architectural assistant um, studying my Part 3 at Birmingham City University. I'm Ross Hennigan, they're both Part 3. I'm Dizal Haji Jaffrey, I'm an architectural assistant, and I'm studying my Part 3 at the University of Nottingham. So we're just going to go into some different factors as to why you would choose a university at part three, uh, because we all have very different experiences. So if we could start with Jay. Uh, so I studied at DMU and I basically did my part one and my part two there. Though I was really familiar with all the lecturers. Um, it didn't really help because when COVID happened, uh, we didn't go to the uni, so all that familiarity was kind of wasted and all the lecturers weren't the ones that I had connections with. Uh, so the course is entirely separate, but I still quite like that sense of familiarity of how we uh, uploaded documents and how the library worked. So I still think I got a very good sense of the course based on my previous experience. The timeline fit perfectly. It was in taking October, I was ready in October. So the only downside was that there was one year intake and I was quite concerned that if I failed that year, I'd have to wait a whole nother year to take the final assessments. Yeah, which is especially important when timeline is key for you. It depends what your, your key factors is, if, it, if it's the structure of the course or whether you're trying to fit within a certain timeline. So uh, Gazal, you're studying at the University of Nottingham. What what influenced that? Uh, correct. Uh, so, well, actually, I started applying for uh, DMU, VCU, and UON at the same time. Uh, but uh, because I'm based in Nottingham, and the University of Nottingham has a really good reputation, I've heard a lot of it. So, and they actually replied to me first. So it helped me to figure out um, soon because I didn't have my PDR and they, and they didn't ask for it. Uh, and because I had my part one and part two in Iran, I, I kind of wasn't aware of the situation and I need these records. So that's why I started um, my journey from UON. Okay, well it's, it's interesting that you applied to BCU as well because Samira, in spite of us, both doing our, our masters at DMU, you're actually doing your part three at BCU. Yeah, that's correct. So I actually initially applied to DMU as well. Um, unfortunately, because they have a requirement for four PDRs prior to starting the course, um, I wasn't able to make the October deadline. Uh, after my part one, which I had done at Leeds Beckett University, I didn't actually do my PDRs because I didn't really know that I needed them uh, and the university didn't really place an emphasis on them. So when I applied to DMU, because they only have one intake in October, the timeline didn't align for me. So I started looking at other universities uh, which had multiple entry points and BCU was one of those. Um, and it just worked out for me. The only downside was that um, the course was actually in person. So I work in Leicester and I have to commute to go to uni. Yeah, that's fair, but um, it's, it's interesting that you're doing it at BCU because Ross has recently graduated from BCU. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, not only did I do my um, part three at uh, BCU, Birmingham City University, but I also did my um, part two there. And the reason for that was um, continuity reasons, such as like connections with uh, lecturers that uh, Jake touched on earlier, but also with regards to, like, in terms of the location, it worked out for me with where I was working at the time. 
and um, yeah, as I was saying, familiarity with tutors and knowing that their teaching methods were spot on and of low quality. So for me, our part three course leader was also a module, module tutor in part two and led the module and management practice and law and is a warm up and a prelude to the challenges of some part three. And for me, it was good preparation in that the legal matter of an architecture is always going to be paramount in what we do. And it's not all about designing, which is something I've always felt. My part one experience was just not drummed into us at all. So my advice, and I'm sure the others here would agree with me, that when you're looking around at prospective places to start your part two masters, you want to make sure that that course has a unit which has like that taster into the legal matters, such as management practice and law that BCU had, and just take advantage of learning about the legal matters as soon as you're able to. I mean, if you enjoyed that module of practice management and law at your university, that's a really good indicator for your part three. And if you didn't like that module, then you might need to look elsewhere. I mean, I did really well in that module, so it made sense for me to stay because I enjoyed that module there. Yeah, as you said, the, the DMU practice management and law course was kind of a perfect setup for, for part three. It was a good stepping stone, uh, kind of halfway to, to what the part three course is like. So it was quite, quite good preparation. But um, one other thing that Samira kind of touched on earlier uh, was about PDRs and how she was unable to, to get on the DMU course due to her PDRs and something that's just not emphasised at, at your part one. So um, that was something that you touched on. Yeah, so um, as I was saying, I did my undergraduate at Leeds and I wasn't made aware that like we needed PDRs. And I did a year out in Australia, uh, so I didn't really think about it at all and I just never filled any out. And it was only when I... Um, was applying for part three courses and DMU had a requirement that I realised just how important they are um, and how time consuming they are to backdate. <laughs> and um, BCU doesn't have a requirement for them, but by the end of the year, you do need to have eight PDRs. Um, but yeah, that's what stopped me from getting onto the DMU course. So essentially, start so them as important. soon as possible. Yeah, start them as... got the, the opportunity. You're getting this experience. Just make sure that you're recording it. Yeah, um, but I would say, like, I did my, um, well, I did my part one, two, and three at different universities, so continuity wasn't important to me at all. Okay. Uh, and I know, like, other people have touched on how important it was to them, but I don't feel like it impacted my studies at all. Yeah, it is a very personal thing at the end of the day. It's um, what you feel comfortable with as well. As you, you mentioned earlier about BCU, um, with their different entry and exit points, you can actually kind of extend the course as you need to. Yeah, so BC was really good for that. Um, because they have different exit and entry points, uh, you can sort of take your time or finish as quickly as you want. Um, it's sort of up to you. Yeah, well, as I said earlier, intake points are kind of the biggest downside of DMU. You just don't have that secondary point of entry or exit. And kind of something that we're covering as an overarching thing is it's what's the most important thing to you with regards to applying to the course? Is it the timelines? Is it the structure of the course? And these are all very personal things that, that you should be looking into. Uh, we will be following this up with a part two with further information about choosing the right part three course.